This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This is a CBC podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, Jeremy here from Sick Boy Podcast. And a little quick little uh, announcement. Uh, I, I, have to, I have to apologize. A little glitch on our end. Um, this past Monday, uh, no, wait, this past Wednesday, hump day, uh, the day that I normally would post an episode of the other podcast that I host with my wife, Bridie, um, we, we, had, we had posted a, an episode uh, of Turn Me On, but I accidentally posted it to Sick Boy's feed. And uh, there was a good couple of thousand of you that automatically had it downloaded, which, you know what, is a very nice thing to, to see because that means that you're subscribed and that you're, you've got your downloads turned on. Um, but you, you, you would have probably quickly realized that it was just Bridie and myself and, and a lot of talking about sex. Um, so you, you, you accidentally download an episode of Turn Me On podcast if you have that in your, um, in your library of podcasts. So I want to just, uh, a quick apology for any confusion. Um, but hey, here's a great time to shamelessly plug Turn Me On podcast, uh, that Bridie and I host. We're currently on tour right now in, uh, Ottawa, Toronto, Montreal, and having a lovely time. Uh, so if you've never heard of it and you accidentally downloaded it, give it a listen or head on over to Turn Me On Podcast and, and download it and listen there. Uh, we're really excited to bring you this week's episode. It is from our live show that we held here in Halifax, the biggest live show we have ever done. There was almost 350 of you that showed up um, and it was such an incredible time. Um, thank you so much to Cineplex for allowing us to use the space. Uh, thank you so much to the city of Halifax for all of the in- insane amount of love that you have you have given us over the years. And um, we had a we had a bitch in time. This was a really really fun show. We hope you enjoy it. And and in terms of live shows coming up, we've got some dates that are in the works. So stay tuned. We uh, we'll come at you soon with some live dates uh, for for a, a few different spots around the world. So um, stay tuned. And I hope you enjoy this as much as we did. See you on the other side. Let's uh, let's move on with the show here. Let's get let's give a huge Halifax Cineplex round of applause <laughs> for our guest tonight, Kylie. Woo! Hi, this is working. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hi. Hello, hello. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think we can hear you. Um, so Kylie, uh, I'm really excited about this conversation because this is the, when we first did the show, the, technically the second conversation that we ever record, that we ever, the second conversation we ever put out was the third conversation we recorded, which was our friend Matt Amiot. Falling. 
And the second recording that we ever did, though, um, which ended up being our third... Are you following me? <laughs> our, our third episode was an episode with our friend Matt Slaney, and he has diabetes. And this is the first time we've touched diabetes, I think, since that very, that like three years ago. Still pissed you didn't choose me first, but I'll... Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I think, I think you're going you're gonna to kind of like set the bar here because Maybe I... she's here to sabotage the whole thing. Yeah. Well, spite. I know that you, you had a bit of a... You have diabetes. What, what kind of diabetes do you have? Good question. Um, so I have type 1 diabetes. Do you know what that is, Jeremy? Uh, I, know that there's two, I know that there's two types... False. That's a huge false. Whoa, really? <laughs> Whoops. Well, actually, that is kind of false because there's CF-related diabetes as well. No, Jerry, you're still, like, very false here. What? Really? Yeah. Way far off? Well, not way far off, but, I mean, there's three main types or, like, most popular types of diabetes. And then there's other, like you say, like, CF-related diabetes. So type 1 is the type that I have, so that's autoimmune. So you, there's no rhyme or reason. It's not because I eat too much candy. There's We don't know. It's an autoimmune disease. Is it genetic? Um no, they've looked at some links between genetics, but it's not, no. Okay, all right, I'm with you so okay. far. Type one. Type two, which is the... Type two is... I, I, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> type, two is, yeah. type two is too much uh, no. of this. No, what? stop it. You're pushing the stigma. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so type two... <laughs> this is horrible. I know, I'm... Should I not educate? Uh, no, educate. Yeah, educate. Okay. educate. So type 2 is actually 90% of kind of the diabetes population. Type 1, is which I have, is only 10%. Mm-hmm. So the 90% with Then type- that's only two types. 90% plus 10% okay, and then is 100%. Okay. Where's the third Sorry, type? So, so I was going to say the other fuckers don't get as much attention. Stigma. So there's kind of like a... Okay, fuck. Yeah, we got you. You got me. Okay, yeah. you got me. I'm the expert, though. You can't um, be wrong on this podcast. Yeah, okay. Awkward. Um, um, so type two is there's some, you know, genetic links, but it can also be attributed to lifestyle. So that's kind of where you hear the very horrible jokes about overeating and stuff, which actually, you know, doesn't help, but it can attribute to, you know, lifestyle choices and stuff. But there is another kind of third popular one, which is gestational diabetes. So about 20% of women who are pregnant can end up getting diabetes. Right. Yeah. Now, so, does that last forever? No, it doesn't I, if you have gestational. No. Yes, I knew that too. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, it, it can be temporary, right? Yeah. I didn't even know it was a thing, so I get yeah. zero points. Zero points. Yeah. Okay, now, here, I'm going to make a little link here. This is, okay. follow me. I'll, yeah. Now, gestational diabetes, yeah. is it is it similar to, um, to uh, a pregnant woman with herpes, where if she gives ba- birth to her baby, the baby can get herpes? Now, if you have gestational diabetes and you give birth to a baby, oh, oh. does the baby have diabetes? Like, we should actually play a game like how long does it take Jer to mention herpes? <laughs> like literally any time I'm having a conversation, he's like herpes, herpes, herpes. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then he's like, here, here I got this sweet go. game that we can play. I know. Just herpes. one second. I got the photos on my phone. Yeah. He's like, mm, I've been waiting <laughs> for this, this live show. Herpes. <laughs> it's because I'm terrified I'm going to get it. And I want to destigmatize it for myself as much as I can before I do. So that when I do, I'm like, eh, it's not that bad. Well, <laughs> we can talk about that maybe because I well, might have well, some experience. You yeah, I, I with the herbs. Get, yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll cool, that. cool, cool. <laughs> but can you give your baby di- uh, ge- gesta- gestational diabetes? Um, when you have gestational diabetes, you, there's a higher chance that you your child, I think, can get diabetes. Maybe, but it's it's no, it's it's not. You don't have to worry. You're not, okay. a, you're you not ain't a high happy. risk. I think we it. might understand this better if you just explain to us what diabetes is and like how it affects the body. Okay, well, I can kind of. Touche, <laughs> Brian. Cool. So. <laughs> 
I will say that I ain't a doctor at all. <laughs> and so my science terms might not be up to par. I'm sure there's a lot of people here that can, know, you know, <laughs> it's, really it's my show, yeah. Really aggressive chairs. <laughs> um, so with my type, type 1 diabetes, it's basically my immune system started attacking my pancreas and killing the beta cells. So when I was 8 years old, I was diagnosed. I'm sorry, beta cells? I looked it up, and yeah, you beta cells. <laughs> okay. And you're not a doctor. No, but Wikipedia has lots of info. Okay. Just, okay. I was actually kind of nervous today that I was Googling diabetes, and I've had it for 20 years, and I was like, diabetes. And I was like, fuck. You've never is- known anything about your <laughs> yeah, diabetes? Yeah, I was like, pan. The I was whole like, time, and then someone's like, can you come on and talk yeah. about it? And you're like, Shit. I was like sipping my Ativan in my cup, mixing it a little, and like Googling as well. And I was like, okay, no, you got this. You got now, this. Now, like, is, is that for diabetes or do you just. Oh, yeah, straight diabetes, right to the pancreas. <laughs> Um, I wish. That'd be a lot easier, I think, if I could just take Ativan for my So what, what does that mean, beta cells? Because my pancreas is fucked, too. Like, my pancreas just goes, I, don't, I just don't give you the enzymes you need. Right. So your pancreas does a lot of different jobs. So I think, um, so the pancreas, uh, I need, basically everyone here needs insulin to um, transform the sugar that you have, the carbohydrates that you have into energy. So that's how, um, you know, you eat something, your uh, pancreas, you have the insulin, and then, you know, you go on with your day. Me, someone who has type 1 diabetes, doesn't get any insulin anymore. So my beta cells totally don't work. I don't have any insulin in my body, and that's why I need to take it in some other way. So I wear a fancy insulin pump, also known as my pager. Yes. (laughs) Right. Um, yeah, what's the deal with that? I mean, it's I like knew. 2019. Nah, you're wondering about sex with this <clears throat> bad boy, aren't you? I wasn't, but now I <laughs> yeah, am. Yeah, now you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are we going there already? No. Guys, this is happening really fast. <laughs> I just know what Jeremy's thinking. So yeah. it's like, I saw that and I went, is that herpes? Yeah, he was like, what is that? I'm just, She's got herpes, I I'm think. just pulling it out there now for more Have content for later game? for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, had a, I had a friend of mine in, in elementary school, yeah. and like that was my introduction to diabetes, mm. like... Uh, uh, she got a an insulin pump, and it was like huge news in the school because this this young girl got an insulin pump, and it was like the '90s. So I guess that was really cool. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically an cool. iPhone yeah. attached to your hip. But, but why cool. is it like what makes an insulin pump better or different than uh, just pricking your finger with needles all the time? I guess that kind of two different explains things. it. No, two different things. Um, okay, so okay. first, pricking your finger is. You need to do that to manage your diabetes. So it's testing your blood sugar. So if you remember on the podcast with Matt, yes. he was saying when he was like he first tested his blood and it was like 14, and then he waited the day and it was like 26 after the Big Mac or yeah, something like right. that. So that's testing your blood. Yeah. Um, but then taking, so you have to do that um, because what your blood sugar is depends on how much you need to eat or how much insulin you need to take. Like, okay, so, so, like someone like Brian, who well, I'm assuming you don't have diabetes so, so far. I don't think. But if you if if you uh, ate like a normal meal that Brian would eat, which yeah. is like probably just like a kale salad with nothing on it. Nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually um, saw you at Pete's today, some smoothie. Yeah, so yeah, if yeah. you had that, and okay, let's all right, fine, we'll fucking have the smoothie. <laughs> so we had a smoothie with like some peanut butter and maybe sweet uh, potato or like nice. uh, yeah, yeah. chicken breast, yeah. yeah. Sweet <laughs> potato peanut butter smoothie, great. So so if, if he had yeah, what he would through. normally have, and then and then tested his blood sugar, which which we're, we're guessing is normal because he's a, he doesn't have diabetes. He's not. He's normal. I'm fine. Right. So yeah. what would that yeah. what would that number be? Guys, I'm right here. 
I said I'm fucked. You're yeah. normal. Okay. Um, cool. So usually people who don't have say type one diabetes, their blood sugar is in the range of like. 4.0 millimoles till 8.0 millimoles. And it might spike a tiny bit after four to you. Eight. Four yeah. to eight. That's your blood sugar. Blood that's sugar level, your blood, your blood, sugar blood glucose level. level. Yeah, so that's measuring your <clears throat> blood sugar, blood if glucose. If you tested yours right now, what, what do you think you'd come out at? Oh, can you just look at your fucking oh, watch? Al- what? Oh, no. See? I'm so sorry. You just true. looked at your Apple Watch and you can tell? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. yeah, yeah. So it's cool. So it's cool. Um, you seem, cool. You seem <laughs> slightly shamed, sh- ashamed of that. That's fucking okay, awesome. Okay, so so it's cool. But I mean, uh, a thing that I usually say when I'm doing this is I like grew up in an environment, a privileged environment where I can afford this kind of technology. Sure. Managing diabetes, as we like, chronic mm-hmm. illness is so expensive, right? So right. Um, I've been very privileged, I guess, to be able to afford some of the even the insulin pump. So an insulin pump. See, fuckers are going to run after me and try to take this off me. Um, is ten thousand dollars? Story ten thousand yeah. dollars. Story. Um, so, Panic in the Disco is apparently popular again. I heard them on the radio in grade um, in grade ten. I went Good to a to Panic know. at the Disco concert. Someone stole my insulin pump off me. And I lost it. And that was like the saddest. So Panic at the Disco kind of has like a weird See, thing with me now. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that story. Like, it's I, real. I never believe people when they get pickpocketed. Like how wouldn't you feel somebody like taking something off you, your person? Sorry, you can't just throw the diabetic under the bus like this. Yeah, you know? I don't know. Yeah, like, more, she has I, I think you sold it. I fucking wish I was. I wish I was that smart. Or she Jesus. Lost it. No! Oh my God! <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> but wait, would you say that Sorry, you lost Mom. it, or would you rather have ten thousand dollars for? Selling I would definitely it? say it was stolen. <laughs> yeah, I mean ten thousand dollars. When you said Yo, 10, cell phones 000- were cool, the Motorola and stuff. Someone obviously thought it was like a cool cell phone right, pager. Yeah, right. and then they were like, "I'm going to sell this for for a hundred dollars yeah. on Kijiji," and then someone went, "That's worth ten thousand and they went, yeah. "Wow, fuck like, the Motorola fuck. Razor!" And then the insulin yeah. within it, they were like, "Whoa!" Like That's insulin's like the third most expensive liquid in the world. In this bad what? way. What? That's yeah. crazy. That's number one and two. I, I don't know, but Google might. <laughs> Google can might you, know the can you, like, I'm going to Google it. Yeah, well, we had a, fr- we had a friend, um, I, had a, I had a couple friends growing up that had a, an insulin pump, and yeah. it was like, there was something in Nova Scotia specifically where like some shit changed, and then all of a sudden like something that was covered wasn't covered anymore, and it was it was really hard for them because they were, they were going to not be able to have, they, maybe they needed an updated pump or something, I can't remember <laughs> was what it was. I wrong? But they weren't going to get it. Fifth? Fifth? Yeah, I, I got it here. You want to know? <clears throat> yeah, but then I want to touch on Taylor's This is fucking point. crazy. Well, Was I right, kind of right? On. What do you, like, what does, someone just shouted out, what does someone think the, the most expensive liquid in the world is? Liquid diamond. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, liquid what is that? Di- what is what this, is a that? fucking Marvel comic? <laughs> Unobtainium. <laughs> Somebody else, yell out. Botox? Botox? Okay. What did I hear over here? I just heard dinosaur sperm. Someone, yeah, definitely. Uh, what else? Blood. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> What's it with you guys and cum? <laughs> Liquid herpes. They listen to. They listen to sick. They listen to sick boy. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, are you ready for the top? I got the top eight here. All right. Screw nine and ten. We'll go. We'll go eight and down. Okay. Eight. Black printer ink. 
$2,700 a gallon Two thousand printering. $2,700 a gallon. That's Wait, why you, you buy it from Staples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's such a fucking rip-off. We, we, right. we have a printer in my office. It costs $1,200 to refresh the cartridges. Actually, for real? For yeah, real, okay, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yeah. How big is the printer? The size yeah. of like the size of No, the it's not even that big. There's a bigger yeah. one, too. It's like a, right. po- it's a pocket printer. We don't, Number we seven. don't even use it. It's unplugged. Number seven. This kind of makes sense. Number seven, mercury. $3,400 per gallon. Number six, insulin. Okay, so Number I was close. $9,400 per gallon. Per gallon. The, ne- the next one's a big jump in value. It is milk. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope the whole theater heard that snort. That was so endearing. <laughs> My God, can we mic this girl? <laughs> Number five. Uh, <laughs> number five. Number five is uh, sorry. Yes, yeah, so six. So five is it's not milk. I was joking. I know. It's it's Chanel number five. Is that why it's called Chanel now, number now, five? Now, in, insulin, which was nine thousand four hundred per gallon, Chanel number five is twenty six thousand dollars per gallon. All right, here we go. Uh, this one is is fucking. Why is this on this list? Horseshoe <laughs> crab blood. <laughs> $60,000 per gallon. Radiolab. Yeah. Did you watch that Radiolab yeah, episode? Okay, there we I go. Listen to smart, it. smart stuff. <laughs> uh, this one, this is interesting. Uh, lysergic acid dithyl, uh, LSD. Acid. <laughs> A uh, hundred, holy shit, $123,000 per gallon. Okay, the last two, these are the coolest ones on the list. Number two, King Cobra Venom. $153,000. And then the last one, Scorpion Venom. $39 million per gallon. That's not a typo. <laughs> and that's it yep. for the show. Tonight. Bye. My mic. If you leave here today and say you didn't learn something, <laughs> you're an idiot. Thanks, I think Jeremy. I was right in the middle of um, talking about how uh, friends of ours suffered greatly um, <laughs> as, as a result of diabetes and like health coverage. But fuck that. I'm really glad we did that. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was gonna I was gonna say that um that's a really good point because I think like I was saying I think your mic cut out yeah. so just yell so everyone can hear you. Hi Audio? Yeah, just, just okay. fucking belt cool. it out. Yeah, there you so, go, oh. there you go. <laughs> can we get a batch? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um no, that's a that's a huge deal. The coverage for diabetes is different across Canada, which is a huge I mean, we talk about our healthcare system and you know how it's it's really complicated about how each province covers things differently so um i've lived in nova scotia for about nine or ten years now but i grew up in guelph ontario and they have way better coverage for people living with diabetes so you can um through the government get an insulin pump till any age it's you know it's covered for you but in nova scotia they're like fuck 25 you're done so after the age of 25 Mm -hmm. you can't get the insulin pump covered you can't get the supplies covered so not there's you know a it's various, you know, provinces are doing different things, but it really puts you in a tough situation. Wait, what if you have it before you're 25 and then you turn 25, like, do they just stop covering it or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow, like, uh, like they don't pay for your, so um, when I was at 25 here, I would get coverage like uh, for my insulin pump supplies. So it's like the Nova Scotia insulin pump program. And then after 25, you're cut off. So you're paying yeah. for your supplies, um, it's extremely expensive. I mean, not only the things like your so your insulin pump, your insulin pump sites, the blood glucose tests, the um, tester, the strips, everything. But it's wild that on like the cost you don't even think of. So when my blood sugar goes low, you know, I need to have 
I have juice on hand with me all the time or like these big things that look like, like rockets. Your, your, sky, your Skittles My Skittles, like yeah. Through the roof. Right, yeah. yeah. Like do you all those just, things. Do you eat garbage sugar or do you have like like good, healthy, like hospital-grade sugar? Oh, fuck no. I'm like, this is my chance to gummy okay. bears, do you ever whatever. Have like, um, do you ever have uh, like a friend who you play what, what paddling or some sport and they just had, and they had diabetes and they just always <laughs> had like they just always had like bags candy. of Skittles and candy yeah. and stuff around yeah. because like you should try cane sugar when you're working out. Like uh, <laughs> cane oh. sugar, it's better for you. Okay. Brian, Brian, you should try um, kale sugar. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound yeah, so sugar. like that sounds yeah. really yeah, you to, interesting. You just, you just have to, uh, yeah, like emulsify the kale in a pan. Yeah. and then you just take it. Cool. Super it excited. How, how many people by a round of applause in here tonight? So it's the, I think I think we have three hundred and thirty six seats filled. How many people have? Diabetes. <laughs> Whoa! Yay! They're also just so weak as well. <laughs> I do. No, we are the strongest. <laughs> Someone get me candy. <laughs> yeah, they're also. He's, woo! They're also Eddie. ninety years old. Yeah. Eddie has it. Oh. Eddie, Eddie has Eddie. diabetes, um, but he doesn't right. have a pump. So Where's when it? did you? You have type one. Yeah. So we, we so what we've covered so far is there's there's multiple <laughs> different types. Type one, two, three, CFRD. Uh, yeah. There's a bunch of different right types. Right on. Yeah. Now w- you have type one. Yeah. Were, were you? When did you find out that you had diabetes? Um, when I was eight years old. So I can remember a lot of people around me thought I just had like bladder infections because so what happens is you're you're not getting any insulin, right? Your pancreas is slow, like slowly everything's stopping. So um, my blood sugar was getting kind of like higher and higher each day type of thing. So when your blood's high, you're kind of like dry mouth, you're thirsty, so you're drinking a lot more water or liquids or whatever, and then you're peeing a lot more. So I was an eight-year-old, people just thought I was like pissing all the time. I don't know. Just like having issues. Kids piss a lot though. Yeah, kids too. piss a lot too, right? And I yeah. and so Do they? Do you know that? <laughs> Look, man, yeah, I've got like, yeah, I do know that. Yeah. I used to host a kids show. <laughs> yeah. And but there's no kids in there all the time pissing. Yeah. Like, guys. No, I've got nephews, dude. Yeah. <laughs> quick okay. little story, quick little side story. Uh, and this this actually makes a lot of sense for the, for this show in particular. Uh, I have two eight-year-old nephews. You just say you were eight when you found out. And uh, we went to the movie the other day, and uh, I took him to the movie, and I was a bad uncle. I took a little too much THC oil before the movie. So I was with another adult, don't worry, and she was sober. And so we were watching the movie, and and, and I was like, like, we got to go. The movie's done. We're going to leave. And I have to pee so bad. And I'm, I'm kind of going, like, uh, I, I, I want to make sure that the boys pee, because, like, in my head, I'm going, you, you, like, be an adult. Make sure they, they pee, too, because they're kids. They, kids need to pee. Feed them and, and let them pee. So I say to the boys, I'm like, do you guys got to pee? And, and one, you know, they're twins, and they're both like, yeah, yeah, we got to pee. So we go to the bathroom, and it's super busy, super busy, like, Friday night movies. So many people. <laughs> And I get like I get a little bit of stage fright just standing at a urinal with someone standing next to me, right? So, uh, and I think there's there's probably some people who stand at urinals who could also agree that like when you have someone right next to you, it, sometimes it's a little <laughs> hard to get the pee up. So I don't know if these kids know how to use a urinal. I don't know. I'm like, you and know, you're I'm, too high to ask. <laughs> oh man, I'm way too. I'm so silent, and I'm just going. I'm just going. I just look at them, and I go, okay. I'm gonna like head to the urinal and just look at them and be like, like. And of course, they come over to the urinal, and I start to realize, yeah, you know what? They can do it too. But it's so funny. They're they're in their fucking like snowsuits. They lift. They both just lift up their jacket. 
drop their pants to their ankles, <laughs> let their little birds dangle out. They're flanking me. One's here, one's here. And I'm, I'm like just seeing all this out of the corner of my eyes. They're, they're not holding it. They're just like this. And then they're both, they're both just going, looking right at my penis. And you know like when you're too high and you're in your head and you're just like talking to yourself? I'm just going, there's no way. There's no way I'm peeing. And also, everyone's looking at me and they're probably going, what's wrong with this adult? Like, uh, anyway. And it was at that moment that Jamie yeah. realized he has diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, well, that, we'll get to that. Um, so you found out when you were eight. Yeah, uh, I did, yeah. <laughs> How quick right. did your parents put you into diabetes camp? <laughs> that is totally a thing. It is, it is well, a thing. Yeah. yeah, so diabetes camp is a thing. Yes, we all shoot up at the same time. Yes, we all sing insulin songs at the same time. No, you don't. Yeah. Cool. Uh, good, yeah, goodbye, Humalog. Goodbye, Humalog. Goodbye, Humalog. It's time to see you go, woo, and then you... Shoot. Someone no. someone was so someone was so uncomfortable. Someone was so uncomfortable with you saying that you shoot up. Um, it's it, yes, my apologies. Um, it's a it's also a diabetes thing. But you, I it's mean, a diabetes technically thing. you are shooting insulin. Insulin. So you're kind of shoot you're shoot you're shooting up insulin. Yeah. Matt, yeah. you're shooting up. I just wanted to point out the discomfort. We'll just do that. Yeah, so diabetes. Um, my parents, I love diabetes camp. You're with a bunch of other nerds who have type 1 diabetes, and you all swim together and have your insulin pumps. But the shitty thing was, I also have a peanut allergy, so I can't eat peanuts. And so, like, I went a to... penis allergy? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I play with the herpes story a little bit, oh, too. Uh, peanut um, allergy, my bad. Peanut allergy. So... Got it. Not only, I went to diabetes camp to like feel very normal. I was, I think you could go when you were 10 and I was like, fuck yeah, like diabetes. So I get there and they're like, you all, like you have a peanut allergy. Like I was like, yeah. And so what they did is they made me wear this big green fanny pack with my EpiPen and a poker chip that said peanut. Like a poker chip necklace. Not even peanuts. No, peanuts. Just, it's like, and everyone's like, is your fucking name Yeah, I was like... Fun. So you, so you yeah. went to the one. You went to basically one the one place, place where they're like, like to feel Look, good. You're with everybody who's like <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Except you're different. Yeah. Except you're so different. And I was also that kid. And we're gonna yeah. let everybody know. Yeah. Like, and I was also that kid that was anxious about everything. Like, did like every you know, like I was so worried about how people saw me. And then the fucking fanny pack and peanut. I was like, this is it. This is me. Then that was. You'd be like the hippest person at peanut camp. Well, uh, now fanny packs are in now. Fanny packs are super in now. Not with your EpiPen though. You're like, it's not cool. Yeah, whatever you you keep your other. You keep your ten thousand dollar. I know. Did uh, you did you feel did you feel though like it was a place where you felt more like. Did you feel like at school and stuff there was that separation or stigma that kind of followed you around because of that and your pump and you're different in that way? <laughs> and then at the camp it didn't quite feel like that? It made you feel a little bit more integrated? Yeah, I think um, sometimes people just think diabetes is like taking your medication and then you're done. And it's so much more than that. Like mm-hmm. diabetes, like the day-to-day is absolutely wild. Like you think about the decisions you make in a day like am I going to go to the grocery store? What am I going to eat for dinner? And someone with diabetes, the decisions are like 50 more a day and like life can be life threatening mm. decisions today. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and so at diabetes camp, it was somewhere where like people were experiencing the same thing. There was medical help all the time. And, um, other than camp, I didn't know many people 
with diabetes like in elementary school or high school and that actually caused me like to ignore my disease a lot mm. um and so which which was not healthy and did not help me um and actually it's turned to like other diseases now um like comorbidities so diabetes can played oh, wow. a huge role like in my life yeah. Well, before we get into what's comorbid with your diabetes, what, what was like, what's one of the earliest memories of shit going south? Like of, of you going, oh, diabetes is not, is not a, a joke. Like it is, because you, yeah. I mean, let me just throw back to that episode with Matt. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, we, when we first recorded it, we were like, this is too funny. Like, yeah. this is too silly. Mm-hmm. And because Matt had just come down with diabetes, like, uh, I think come Matt down. did. He come down. He just, just came down. down. He, just went came Argenti- down. Yeah. he went to Argentina. Yeah, he, he caught picked it. it up there. He caught it. Yeah. Came back. Yeah. So it was like, he just got it. Like it and, and we were talking about how <laughs> yeah. he was in like the honeymoon phase and he really just had, he, I, I think he had no idea what he was in for. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So when, when, like, what's, uh, what's an example of like. Um, of your diabetes, you know, really fucking you up. Yeah. So I think what I found interesting about Matt's experience and like everyone's experience is valid. That's a whole, that's a great thing about the show, right? It's like valid, you know, everyone can say their experience and stuff. And so I thought it was so interesting hearing Matt's experience of just about a year living with diabetes and Mm. me, I'm almost at 20 years and I grew up with it. You guys talked about that on the show, but kind of, you know, living like a childhood Mm -hmm. disease or, you know, um, having something like having something since before you can really remember that you remember versus like being an adult and getting something or, or being told that you have something now that you have to deal with that completely. Exactly. Like I don't really like remember before diabetes, like my life, you know, my life has always revolved around diabetes for me, my family, my friends. So that's kind of how I remember it. I think there was a lot of times in my undergrad, I went to Dalhousie for my undergrad degree where it should have hit me, where it should have been like, this is where it's going south. Like this is bottom. Like I think there was a lot of times, you know, where maybe I drank too much and I didn't, I didn't take care of my diabetes as much because I didn't want other, I didn't want to burden other people. I, I was such an anxious person. I was like, I do not. And it's like kind of hard for me to say that I didn't take care of myself. Like it's, it's, you know, in front of healthcare providers, in front of a room full of people, because it's shitty. Like you know, like didn't care about myself. It's not that I was just trying. I was like avoiding you were, it. You were a youth. You yeah, were, yeah. As a youth. I, I, mean, I, you I would do the same similar. thing. Yeah, yeah. You, it, it's hard. Yeah. You know, we talk about the transition period, lack of transition period. Mm-hmm. And when you're younger, you feel like you're invincible. Totally. So you like, you, yeah. You don't. Even, you can't even imagine what it would be like to get really sick. You know? I yeah. used to rip on bongs <laughs> like it was nothing. <laughs> I said that to somebody. That's fucking crazy. I said that to somebody yesterday. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, Jeremy used to smoke pot in, in high school. And they were like, wait, <laughs> what? what? Yeah, like like religiously. Yeah. Like it was a, sorry, mom and dad, it was an issue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my mom's so pissed right now. <laughs> is this Dude, like, is this your coming knew. out party? Did yeah. you know that? <laughs> no, she knew. They knew. Okay. they knew. I was high with those kids the other night. <laughs> <laughs> my mom and dad were the other adults that I was with. <laughs> <laughs> it's legal now. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Um, yeah, but you don't yeah. take care of yourself when you're a kid. Yeah. You, know? you, you, you're, you seem to be taking care of yourself now. I think because it's like you said, there was kind of a moment I had. So I, I did my master's at Dal in history. And there was a moment I had in my first year of my master's where I was walking down Quinpool. And this is all retold to me. My partner had to like, re- like, I don't remember any of this. So my blood went so low. So it's, it's extremely dangerous when your blood goes so low. You can go into like coma and seizure and stuff. Oh wait, but I thought I thought uh, it's usually high. No. So it's it's kind of there's like high, <laughs> there's high and low. Okay. So um, both are kind of I don't like good or bad because that's how providers sometimes put it. It's a very much a dichotomy. But um, high at high over a long long period of time forever can like 
you know, the classic, you hear the classic complications like kidney failure and your foot's going to get chopped off and your leg. And, um, but low, yeah, anyone who has diabetes is laughing because the healthcare providers just fucking drill that into you. Well, I but, mean, getting your leg cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Would be, nice. Would be shitty. Would be shitty. Yes. yes. I, I don't want to interrupt you there too, but like, why is it always your foot or your leg? Like, what happens? Neuropathy. So it's like nerve damage. So right. like higher blood sugar over time, wrecks your nerves. Which and, yeah, and, yeah. The, and the, the extremities are like it just they just start dying off. Yeah, tingling away from yeah. So, okay, so but that, that, that's if you're that's if you're talking about like, like I've got my blood sugar is like thirty eight. Oh, that's bad. Oh, no, that's, oh, bad. Oh, sorry, that's, sorry. that's no, that's like really like I'm not in a judgmental way, but you're probably like either extremely ill, like you have a really bad flu, yeah. or you have like Matt mentioned this um, diabetes ketoacidosis or DKA. It's basically your body's making nail polish remover in your system. It's like, oh, wow. yeah, it's it's not good. But I wonder so how much that's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can chat about You're that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I assume it comes. I was going to say like definitely not the nipple, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> You could make good use of that. Yeah. Actually, you just got I really hope you get diabetes and yeah. get that. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so, so... Okay, so that's high. But, but low, like, low... Does it go into the negatives? Because... <laughs> no. So, <laughs> all of you all diabetes are like, fuck, Is Jeremy. it like the temperature? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it's good. Education. So, um, it's like kind of that under, like, four range. Um, and it gets scary. You know, if, if your blood's like 3.5, you'll have a couple sugar tablets or, like, gummy bears or whatever. Oh, wow. But what the thing is, is when you're really low, it's kind of a more immediate, like, scary thing can happen. So that's what happened to me on Quimpools. Like my blood sugar went extremely low and that was the beginning of me not being able to feel my low blood sugars anymore. So it's really important that you can, you have like body signals, you know, um, you kind of get like, I get kind of dizzy if my blood was low or like my eyesight would be off or I'd be talking gibberish, kind of like acting silly. It's like often mistaken for being drunk. You mean right. since th- that or the zombie? I can't apocalypse. feel, yeah. So I can't feel my low blood sugars anymore. And that's why I wear a continuous glucose monitor. So instead of doing that prick all the time, I wear something and that's why I can like see it on my watch. So wait, how right. long ago but was your that? Your pump isn't doing that. It's not Pump's help- giving me insulin. That's testing my blood. Right. So it's separate two, the, two different things. And how long ago did that happen? Uh, like <clears throat> four years ago was the first time. So, and what happened was I actually had. Um, a seizure like on Quinpool. Um, so it was extri- like I say, it's not like stubbing your toes, like an extremely traumatic thing that happened. I bit like entirely through my tongue. There was like a gaping hole. Fun Whoa. fact, then I put way too much freezing cream in the hole and just like... While you were all fucked up? Yeah, I think, Mark, yeah. I put like way too much freezing cream Did in there. Did you put a ring in it? Um, not that I know of, but you can ask my partner. I do not <laughs> know, maybe. A ring, like yeah. There's like huge hole in my tongue. Like if you're gonna just, get your tongue pierced, oh. you might as well just do it. <laughs> oh, that kind of ring. Oh, oh. I was like, I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Where like, are we talking like about? An engagement <laughs> ring. What's going on here? Is that when he engaged to you? Yeah. Not yet. Quick. Not yet. Wait, I'm confused by the story. <laughs> Tell you about. Um, and so that was the first time where I was like. Holy fuck, I could die. Like, I yeah. almost, and like, I don't want to die in Quimpool. It's like the worst place, like, in all of that. Like, it'd be like, like a slightly better place yeah, now like, I, than yeah. four years ago. Yeah. But and I like, was in like, five years, it'd be like a pretty decent place. And it was place, like outside of Wendy's, too. And I was like, fucking Wendy's. Like, I got diagnosed in Burger King. And what like, then if I almost the, died in Wendy's, the, the I was like, the manager of the Quimpool Wendy's is here right now. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh. Shout out to them. <laughs> they did call 911, though. Shout out to Wendy's and Quimpool. So. 
Um, yeah, so, and that's, it was, like, during my master's, which really also fucked me up, because then I had a concussion because I fell on my head, so then the, like, after effect of the concussion and everything, um, and then after that first kind of, like, initial seizure, I had a few after, because I couldn't feel my low blood sugar anymore, yeah. so I couldn't tell the signs and signals, like, we mm. didn't know, um, so that was kind of, I think, that... But what does the pump do then? Does, doesn't the pump like monitor that Two different for things. you? And, like, Two different things. So pump gives me insulin because my okay. pancreas doesn't work. But it's not like a... What, what does your app do? Um, that, um, the continuous glucose monitor or CGM, that like tests my blood. So I need to test my blood in order to know what to do with my pump. So we're not... So they're not linked. Like the, the, no. the tester won't go, hey, insulin pump. We need like that's uh, we need we need thirty three IBUs of yeah. insulin stat. I think that's probably what like what it says. Like that's yeah, pretty you're, legit. you're close. Um, <clears throat> Thank you. No, um, <laughs> we're watching Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Like it's, coming in, it's coming in twenty twenty. That's it next is. year's technology. We're really close. We're ha- like a closed loop system where like all the technology can basically it's talk to each there. other. We're like really close. We're basically there. Once again, it's extremely expensive, but um, I'm surprised that the pump. I mean, I have no fucking clue about what this <laughs> like how this works. Yeah. But uh, I'm surprised that the pump does. Do that. I'm surprised it's not like a two in one function. Yeah, there's like a system now. Yeah, that bro, just, I just press all the buttons on it. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a text. Yeah, right? It looks like an old like, iPod. It looks, or, yeah. it looks like, a, like, like, like right before iPods came out, like what an MP3 so, player was. So Zoom. when you steal that bad boy, would you steal that bad boy at a Panic at the Disco concert? Uh, yeah. yeah. What year, what year I would. Was it? Yeah, like, I'd steal it now. Like 06, 05 maybe. 06, yeah, I'd steal See? that in 06. That's what I'm saying. It looks like an iPod. Apple was like... This might be very inappropriate, but mm-hmm. do you have any of those pokey testy strips right now? I knew you would ask that. <laughs> can we do, Can we test our blood sugars? Are you going to do that? I'll do it, yeah. You're really scared of that Wait, though, aren't you? No, no, no. no. Well, well I, have a, I have a phobia of needles, but it's not like... Is it a fucking needle? <laughs> I think it's a oh, big no. old needle. You just bleed I, you just know what, because. Ah, uh, forget it. Well, it's good. Let's move on to the next thing. What are we going to talk about? I was really excited. Do you, do oh, wait, you want who, to test? No, who hey, wants to see it. Jeremy uh, test his blood sugar right now? You guys, you guys got to just, do it. Just do Jeremy. It. No, no, no. You, we all got to do it. You get, you, let's do them first because I feel like my number is going to be like bad. <laughs> I was at. Hey, there's no bad or good. Yeah, remember, Jeremy? Jeremy? God. I don't want to be the one to like diagnose one of you guys. I, I was actually at a new. It would health... be really yeah. not funny, but pretty good for the podcast if one it of would. us yeah. got diagnosed It'd be right good now for the, the show. Spot. Because was, then we yeah. can t- stop telling people that you have CF <laughs> and just do the diagnosis. I was at thing. a new health clinic once, and um, so it was like a new family doctor, and I'm sitting in the office, and she comes in, and she's like, um, I've been looking at your files, and. Um, I'm really concerned. And this was just like a year ago. And I was like, what? She's like, I think you might have diabetes. <laughs> and I was like, honey, honey, I've had this shit for so long. She's like, thank God I didn't want to be the one to tell you. And I was like... I would have been like, huh, no. <laughs> no. No. Is this a clean needle? No. <clears throat> no. <laughs> yes, it's a clean needle. It has, it, it, it's a clean needle, right? Did we do this oh, with Slaney? Yeah, how do I do this? Come oh, on. Oh, look at that. Oh my god! Ah! No, Jesus. no, dude, you scared me. Oh, I might did have it up really hurt? high because my fingers oh. are really brittle. Did, no, that didn't hurt. <laughs> did that actually hurt? Did that actually hurt like that, Brian? Did that hurt like that bad? No, oh, stop it. I forgot. It. Like my fingers are so like. Stop I've... it! Are you fucking with me? Did that hurt that bad? <laughs> Dude, it, dude, I don't know if I want to do you this. You have to do it. Okay, so 6. Brian is a perfect 6.4. Round of applause. Yeah. It's all that kale. It's all that kale. And what, what are we looking for? Four to seven is like the... Four to, four four, to four eight. Four to eight. Four to eight. Yeah. Yeah, it's it all that kale. kale. 
But I'm gonna throw this out there. Um, so silly. Oh my god, look at that little butterfly. What? what? Why is there a little animation? Oh, I was just about to hear. Oh my god. But I gotta throw this out there. There is really no good and bad, and this is so much easier. There look like you. You remember your pancreas works. You know that, right? Yeah. What, my pancreas? Oh fuck no. <laughs> This man, dude, <laughs> you guys are fucking with me, dude. Fuck you. It still hurts. <laughs> no, I don't want to do this. Four point nine. <laughs> oh, stop it! Lick it. <laughs> I'd rather, I feel like my right hand is tougher. Maybe it'll be easier if you show him the needle first. No, 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 don't. No. <laughs> no. Uh, can you? Okay, deep breath. Okay. Oh, no, you missed it. Oh, yeah, you, oh, yeah. You missed me. <laughs> oh, there you go. oh. <laughs> uh. That, I actually didn't even feel it go in. That was really funny. What am I at? <laughs> oh, no, what am I at? So wait, let me just say this. Let Jeremy? me just say this before Jeremy? you say what Jeremy, it is. Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Oh, <laughs> shit, dude. Let me say one thing before you tell everyone. I have been going to the CF clinic every year. Every, like, what, six months, three months? So every three months? Every three months for years and years. And then, like, for the last three years, they're like, we need to test you for diabetes. And I'm like, okay, yeah, right. So what do I do? And they're like, you just drink this juice, sit for two hours straight, and then get a fuckload of blood work done. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to do it right now. When the clinic's over, I just go straight home. <laughs> so they've been wanting me to do this for years. What, what's my blood sugar? I got diabetes. Jeremy, the that. result of the test is that you have... Herpes. <laughs> no, what was it? Six point eight. He was six point eight, everyone. 6. 8. And I am sixteen point eight right now. Whoa! What? Whoa! Real life diabetes. Whoa! So you need some insulin, like stat. Oh uh, yeah, is I might give a little bit. Can Brian give it to you? Yeah, here. Yay! Okay. This is so interactive. I was actually, I was bleeding quite a bit because the needle was turned up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did, I have... it, did it actually hurt you? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no, we were, just fu- we were just fucking with you. Man, no, you guys are good actors. Jeremy's here. He tried to touch screen this. not touch screen. <laughs> okay, so bolus. And then there's kind of like a trick, Holy a child fuck. lock. Oh, there's a child lock. <laughs> okay, um, no, manual bolus. Down okay, here's one. the options. Bolus wizard. <laughs> what? Manual bolus or insulin settings. Should we manual go settings? bolus. Maybe. Bolus Wizard? That sounds. That does yeah. sound like a, a band um, you would find on someone's iPhone. Can you go up to four point zero? So you just like know that shit really well. I just fuck with it, yeah. <clears throat> like, oh, right. Sick Boy Podcast. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Are vegans actually unhealthy? Does cannabis ruin your sleep? And why are so many men taking testosterone supplements? I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And we're the creators of the popular YouTube channel, ASAP Science. Every week on our podcast, Side Note by ASAP Science, we explain the science behind a controversial subject with recent research, up-to-date studies, and ridiculous stories so you are entertained while, bam, simultaneously learning. We're here to make science make sense. Download Side Note by ASAP Science wherever you get your podcasts.
So here's something. Here's something that uh, I'm kind of dying to know. Um, I went back and I listened to Matt's episode yeah. to to kind of just, um, which clearly I didn't retain any of it. Yeah. Um, uh, because he did actually tell us some like facts, and yeah. I don't think I listened. Uh, but one thing I do remember is that he said. Um, right before he got his diabetes, he shit himself horribly. And I remember, I remember, so this was three right. years ago. That's right. And I remember when he said that, I was like, dude, I've never shit myself. You haven't? Oh, that was three years ago. I was going to say, I feel... <laughs> a lot has happened. Yeah, a I lot, feel like... A lot, I lot has happened yeah. in three why years. Do you, why do you think I got tushy for Christmas? <laughs> From my wife. Um, so, yeah, I shit myself a bunch now. But what's, what do you shit yourself? Is that that's the a, end of that? Yep. That's a great segue. Um, yes, I so kind of, I have like colleagues in here. <laughs> Shout out to colleagues. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Michelle. Like, you, is, is, because I, I felt like when Matt was t- talking, I was going, oh, is that no, like, you is guys are yourself? so obsessed with the shitting thing at Matt's. Because yeah. I re listened to you and I was like, okay, okay. Do you know who we are? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do, but like, you, like, you do know shitting yourself and diabetes, like... Are they not linked? <laughs> um, not that we know of, however... Oh, Jeremy independently <laughs> took it upon himself to bring up shitting himself. Yeah. He's very, yeah. He's very I'm not very surprised. Yeah. Um, well, you know before that I was talking about, like, damaged nerves and, like, comorbidities and stuff. So mm. a couple years ago, I was diagnosed with gastroparesis, and so it's kind of like a complication consequence of diabetes. So it's when your vagus nerve yep. um, basically gets fried, and I can't digest properly anymore. So what happens is like any food that I eat kind of like sits in my stomach, and my stomach's like, you either need to barf this up or shit this out. And so, <laughs> That was yeah. me on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, I heard about, yeah, I heard you were ill. Um, yeah. That's all I heard. But um, <laughs> So basically Super that sad. happens to me like all the time. So it's like anytime I eat, it's shitty because with diabetes, you want to eat stuff with like, <laughs> it's shitty. It is. Funny, Jeremy. Um, you want to eat stuff with like, nice. <laughs> with diabetes, you want to eat stuff with like protein and fiber because it like levels out your blood sugar. It's like a nice, like, you know. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Big yeah. fiber fans right. out here. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Two cups of raisins. Raisin bread. Yes. <laughs> So, but with gastroparesis, you want to have, like, white bread and shit that, like, and shit, um, (laughs) that, like, goes through you really easily. That doesn't take a long time to digest. Okay. Um, And so it's really hard because, like, I want to eat stuff that's good for my diabetes, but and, like, it tends to be healthier um, foods, you know what I mean? But those aren't good for my digestion. So it's a really, it's, like, contradictory. That's a hard place to be. It really is a hard place to be. So, um... yeah, so that diagnosis was extremely hard. So, yeah, I've shit myself all over Halifax. Um, <laughs> Where's the best place? Abbey Lane. I go oh. there all the time. The security guard literally is like, she's turned and right. She knows where I, yeah, that's, I shit there all the time. That's, that's, <laughs> you know what's really funny is I like, since I started, uh, since I started like, you know, shitting myself. Well, you got, um, you got your you got your intestines out in October. Has it been a pretty big like change in the, the amount of times you shit yourself since then? Well, uh, yeah. Uh, I think I pooped myself like maybe three times uh, this year and yeah, it's uh, January That's uh, average. 7th. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But, but, but in I, the last year, in the last like, in the last 12 months I probably shit myself three times. But okay. I have noticed that because now my, my, um, the, like the, 
my relationship to shitting has changed. So has my like knowledge of the greatest places to shit in yes. the city. Oh yeah, when you have to go, you find out. Where, oh yeah. Oh my god. Like you know where the like the solid public bathrooms are. Yes, yeah, yeah, of yeah, course yeah. you do. Yeah. Good robots got the best bathrooms. Oh, I've shit. I I there. poop there probably more than I poop at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you spend more time there than you spend at home. Yep. <laughs> this is true. As well. Also, so that's true. my thing is that like when um, I know someone, my partner, who held it in for like. <laughs> Dude, you can't do that. You can't hold it in, Mark. <laughs> Sorry, we're not supposed to say his name. <laughs> for like a week, because he's better now at pooping in public. But I'm like, because he wouldn't poop in public. I poop in public. Like, it's my fucking job. I love it now, But you yeah. know why? Because I don't have a choice. No, and no. that's why once, like, he's yeah. had to come pick me up because I, like, shit my pants. And I also have this complex. The closer I get to home. The more uh, you got to shit. I, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. shit myself. It's because you know it's so When close. my friend's steps are right there. Yeah. I've done that three times this yeah. year. And yeah. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. On like, the steps? No, well, close. So close. Like, I can see the steps. And I'm like, it's a complex, right? you got to train like, your brain. I, like you gotta be, yeah. you gotta be better Shit, than just that. like how I can reverse my diabetes, right? You can do it. Yeah, <laughs> just go. Well, you're just almost there. It. You're just, almost there. Just stop it. You're well, almost it there. Feels very good to talk about Shadeen like this. I love really. it. Yeah, I um, love it's it. Very it's liberating. my favorite thing. Yeah. yeah. It's my favorite yes. Thing. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, how about this? If the lights are down, I can't see any of you. Uh, by a round of applause, how many people shit themselves in the last 12 months? <laughs> Holy shit, really? Wow. Nice. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's a lot. More. I thought like I thought it was gonna be like just the two people that clapped with diabetes. Yeah, but like add like tw- add like twenty percent. Yeah, know, like, there's, there's liars. Some people who there's were liars in here. I'm, in here. Like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. So there's a bunch of you. As well, the um, theater's got a good place. The theater's a good shitter. There's yeah. lots of stalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other good place is uh, nice hotel lobbies. Yeah, because they keep them so clean. Yeah. Brian Brian worked Brian worked in Dubai for five years and home to some of the nicest hotels on, on, yeah. the, on the planet. I, I held it at home so I could get to work and go there. Um, for sure. So, so this is uh, this is not a great segue, but I'm going to segue anyway. No, yeah. Uh, I'm going to segue into. So the reason why I played Herp Your Derpy at the top of the episode is we are pals, and I know that you have uh, general herpes. Technically. Te- okay, right. So you technically have genital herpes. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ah, we'll find a way to bring it into the show. Now we're doing it. Yeah, here it is, herpes. <laughs> here we are. So yeah. what's, because uh, there's like an interesting story here, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Been waiting for this all day. How like, long have you had herpes and is it comorbid with your diabetes? <laughs> Okay. Um, I feel like I got to back her up a little. Yeah, yeah back Your it segue up. was horrible. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're right. So we're buds. And so I said that we could, Jeremy's not like throwing me under the bus or anything. No. Becca. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I always had cold sores growing up, uh, like always on my lips. My mom did. My family did. So I, I hated it. I, I, I went back and listened to Hannah's episode. I yes. Think, right from out west. It was and, one of our one of our herpy episodes. Yeah, herpy yeah. episodes. Um, what are you going to call this? Just live show? Uh, yeah, just like <laughs> yeah. live show. Herpes, test blood. Shitting. Yeah, shitting, okay, cool, cool. Special. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I always had cold sores. And so um, like HSV1. So there's like two strange strains, mm. sorry, HSV1 and HSV2. So I always 
had one and I hated it. Like I, I related to Hannah's episode a lot because she was like talking about like, you know, growing up in just the big like clusters and just like, mm. you know, taking, um, it's called Veltrex, the big blue pills. Like I always, you know, I needed to get medication for it and stuff. And it really bothered me. Like I said, like I was a very like anxious child and um, I hated it. Like I hated going to school with them and stuff. Did it, does it look like that, that stock image photo that I brought up? Cause when I looked at that photo, <laughs> the one that, that I was like, that actually is herpes. Uh, I'm like, does she have herpes or was that like some makeup team that came in? No, so you can. Like some people do. Like my mom has had them before where it's like, you know, yeah, kind of down your face or whatever. But yeah. I've never had them like that. Like mine are just like kind of a sore and then they like, yeah, it doesn't usually look like horrible. Like I perceived it, internalized it as like horrible looking, but mine was usually just like, you so know. So like mouth zit. Yeah, so I was, well. Is it is it genetic? <laughs> you said your mom had it? I don't know. Is herpes genetic? No, thank you, folks. Here we go. Okay. No? It's viral. Viral. Cool. Cool. viral. Yeah. Okay, Let's cool. This yeah. It is viral. It's like Valtrex. Yeah, antiviral medicine. Okay, cool. So um, <laughs> that makes sense. There's only so much disease I can like keep up there, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Us too. Yeah, yeah. Hence, yeah. <laughs> um, leave it there. <clears throat> and so, okay, how do I explain this? <laughs> so there was a time in my life where I was like, not having sexual encounters yet. Yeah, I um, believe they, uh, oh wait, yet? <laughs> That's called, you were a virgin. Yeah, sure. Like, I think virgin's a stupid term. But sure, like, whatever, but, <laughs> but you're. <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, so I was a virgin. Um, <laughs> super embarrassing, the lack of sex that I was having. Um, not at all, don't do it if you don't want to. Um, <laughs> So, Just a PSA <laughs> for all y'all out there. Seriously, though. Um, and so, yeah, so I hadn't had sex yet or anything. Or, like, even oral things, like all the sex things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's all sex. Yeah I, yeah, I was actually with you when you did a bit virgin, <laughs> but go on. Oh, I didn't know it all counted like that. Okay, so, um, yeah, and then one day I, like, felt this weird bump, and I was like, fuck that. That wasn't there before. And I was like, wait, but I've never had sex or anything. And I was like, did I give myself herpes? Turns out you can give yourself herpes. Um, you wait, you 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 had you're like the Virgin Mary of, of herpes? <laughs> you had immaculate wait. herpes immaculate, conception? Immaculate herpes. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. But how? Is it from you, the, the the Yes, the so cold it's sore? so it's the strain one, but down there. So like a, so, technically, it's genital herpes because those are my genitals, right? And those are herpes. So, is it actually Whoa. technically not genital herpes? No, it is technically genital what? herpes. Those are my genitals. I'm with you. I'm with you. Genital herpes generally is referred to as HSV2. HSV2. But right? yes, yeah, so but you have HSV1, and it trickled down to your vagina. <laughs> yeah. How did you? What did you do? <laughs> You're, you're just, you're just, I, I'm, you think okay, about let's it. Let's all guess. You were, <laughs> let's, all, let's all guess. I think everybody yeah. except you, were, you knows. You were, you were like, you know, I don't know. Uh, you were, I don't think it was as were, cool as you think it you was. You were like 16. No, I, this is going to be super. sexuality. This is going to be super uncool. You were sitting at home. You were naked because your parents were away for the weekend. And you were like, I'm going to be bad. <laughs> Oh, you're I'm going gonna, into a whole story. I'm, I'm not going to wear clothes. You're really clothes thinking about this a little too hard. All day. And so you're just at home and you're like making pancakes and doing all this fun <laughs> stuff. And then you're like, ooh, I'm pooped from all this pancake making. And you went and laid down on your bed and then you went. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you gave your pussy herpes. <laughs> Is that it? Let's go with that. That sounds way cooler than what I could ever come up with. And it was really, well, it's funny now looking back, but I remember being at the, like, my healthcare provider's office, and because I had, like, a, a lesion or whatever, right? Because the thing about, like, all those pictures, the herpes and stuff, is that yeah. usually, like, there's so many people probably in this room who don't even know they have, like, herpes one or two or, her- yeah. you know, herpes in general. Because, like, you don't always notice. It doesn't always look like that. No. Or whatever. I, I actually had originally, I had the, like, when I, the last mm. photo, which was the herpes, mm. I had another photo, <laughs> and then I chose not to use it because I, 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 the whole point of that was to go, hey, herpes, do, it's not like that no, crazy. It's not no. that crazy. But the photo that I originally had was, it was just a, not a good photo. Yeah. It just, it, like, I, I the could herpes see you doing bad, that. But the lighting was awful. Yeah. I could but see, But that's like yeah. Google images for anything yeah. medical ever. Like, like did you, you see all your images? Anything, you're just like, everything looks, everything always looks yellow. <laughs> Turn the flash off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong a with you? A dark room yeah. with the flash I was off. listening yeah. back to the uh, hepatitis C episode the, the other day, <laughs> and we were talking about the... Um, uh, what's the when you Google it and the <laughs> thing shows up in the top right corner? Oh, there's like a little WebMD uh, sort of. No, it's um, not WebMD, but it's something else like that. But anyway, the picture shows up and the guy with hepatitis C had like track marks down. Oh, his it was arm, just, like, yeah, it was just gnarly yeah. goatee yeah, that's and right. stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, it was very stigma. Stig- <laughs> it's just like here's a stick. St- st- were you gonna say? I was stigmatic? gonna say stigmatic, and then I was like, <laughs> no, that's. Just, <laughs> that, I think I believe that's when. Uh, uh, I think your, that's when your, the devil takes yeah, over. Yeah, your it's it's when you start bleeding from your hands and your feet. Uh, something to do with Christ. Anyway. <laughs> so do that's you, not what happened. Virgin to you. Mary over here. So do you think you do you really is that like is do we know for sure you gave yeah. yourself your own herpes? I definitely was a virgin. Yes, right, and right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> um, so they swabbed the legion and it came back and it was HSV one. And before oh. the doctor, uh, the healthcare provider was like. One in a million chance. Really? Oh, yeah. I can, like, remember it very vividly, being like, this would never happen, this doesn't happen. Or, like, it can happen, but it would never happen. And then he was just like, you got the herpes. And I was like, fuck. Did the the doctor said you got the herpes? Uh, That's how I also pictured it in my head. I think I was, like, blacking out a little, because I was, like, didn't really know what was going on, because I was like, I would give myself herpes. How? Like, this is and the le- so the lesson of this entire story is don't give cover your herpes. fucking mouth and you sneeze <laughs> yeah. or cough. Yeah, sure. If, if there's one takeaway, from if there's tonight, one takeaway, <clears throat> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how's your diabetes now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a good question. Like, how are you? How are you managing your diet? Well, actually, what's your blood sugar at now? Don't ask me that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> is it like yeah? Like how, how? That was like ten minutes ago. How so long, insulin how takes quick? at least like fifteen minutes to like hit you and then it's like at its peak at about two hours so it takes it a while to like come back down so, so it's so, probably the same still yeah it's around right. the same but what um, yeah. a question that i wanted to ask you earlier was uh when you had the when you had this the the when you were younger and you were basically going i didn't really take care of myself that mm-hmm. well did that period allow you did that help you now understand better how to take care of yourself? Because I know you like you, you're at conferences and you and you, you you speak and like you kind of it's it's part of your work. You're a pretty big patient advocate. Yeah, we actually Thank we you. actually were at the same conference in Ottawa where we were speaking. Yeah. you were there as a as a, a, 
patient. Yeah, we were presenting like some of our role. work from Nova Scotia. Right, yeah. Right. Like, is that is that experience of of knowing what it was like to really not take care of yourself and mm-hmm. and and take care of your diabetes at that time? Did that lead to you having like a really great understanding of how to do it and and want to be a patient advocate now? I think it was definitely like one piece of the puzzle. But when I look back, I realize like. I can't only blame myself. Like, it's really easy just to blame yourself, but that's why I really got interested in, like, the health system and how our health services work or the relationship between, like, patients and providers. Um, Because I think a lot of, say, those relationships between myself and my providers had a huge impact on how I took care of myself or the access to care or the access to medication or the access to, like, other people with diabetes or social groups or, like, things you need. So, like, yeah, there were parts of me, there were some, like, decisions I did make where I did not take care of myself. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of pieces of the puzzle that I think contributed to that. And that's why I'm such a big advocate now about how we can maybe like improve our healthcare system or the healthcare services for people with diabetes. What would you say if like, and this is, this is probably going to be a really tough question, but what would you say is like the number one thing if we were to, ch- if something was to change in the healthcare system um, in general, like what's the one thing that you would be like, this has got to fucking change. Yeah, I think, like you said, it's really hard to pick one thing, but I think what's really stuck with me lately is just um, not to play the, like, shame and blame game. That really fucked me up as a kid. Like, you know, always getting blamed for not doing, you know, good enough, basically. Or with with diabetes, it's always numbers-based, right? So your numbers were always, like, good or bad, and you're always getting your blood test results, and you're always you're always being judged by people around you. Yeah, and I get that. Yeah. I get yeah. that. Like, I As get... a patient, you would know that. Yeah, and it's right. not only tough on the patient, it's really tough on the uh, the family or the, you know, uh, the parents or the people taking care of you yeah. and stuff. And so I, I think that's one thing is that um, relationship between providers and patients and how we can, and once again, I'm not blaming providers. I think there's a lot we can do in the healthcare system to help providers take care of patients as well. Um, I don't want to blame them either, but I, I think just building that relationship to help people. It's, it's, I know kind of like shared decision-making is kind of a very popular term right now, but I really believe it should be like a partnership between the patient and the providers. I think that's the mm. only way we can move forward. Cause you know, with chronic illness, like once again, it's not just like taking your medication, you're all okay. Or like, I'm going to have diabetes for the rest of my life. I'm going to have gastroparesis for the rest of my life. I'm having herpes for the rest of my life, so on and so on. And so how can we make it better for me and other patients to like live the best life we can? Mm. Um, and, and that's what I look for now, it's like how can I keep doing better? And so I think that relationship between providers and patients. On, on the other side, have you seen any changes happen in the past few years that you're really proud to to see take shape? Like kind of in the healthcare system. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there. I, I think we're when I was diagnosed. I'll, I'll anecdote. Um, d- diagnosed 19 years ago. The doctor told you what to do. There was no talking about what you're going to do or how you're, you know, what you're going to do with your numbers or how this could impact you. You were told exactly what to do, and I've seen that shift over time. And I think providers are realizing that the patient um, will want to do the work. They'll want to put input in if they can have that input in in the first place. And so I think that re- there has really been a shift, and I think that's helped by different. Um, you know, even different funding agencies and stuff now, they're making it requirements to have patients involved in health research. They're making it requirements to incorporate the patient voice and everything. So I kind of do see that shift. And um, I think it is, I think it's genuine. And so, and I, I hope to see that continue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been a, it's been a huge theme on our show since day one that going into creating the show, we had no idea about, and we mm-hmm. were just sitting around, you know, trying to have fun. Mm-hmm. And it emerged really quickly like that. There was a lot of either, 
things where people wanted uh, a better dialogue between the people that they're getting mm-hmm. their care from or, or, or a really great experience. Like, you know, you see everything on uh, all across the spectrum, but it's been such a huge theme in in our show you know it's very easy to tell that or it's very it's very easy to tell that it's a it's a huge it's a huge part of the experience of being sick yeah and i think it's like it's sometimes hard to explain to people um (laughs) and i think like i said everyone's experience is valuable like even if you do only go to your family doctor to get prescriptions like twice a year i think that there you know there's still something to say about that experience but for some of us who are seeing healthcare providers like twice a month, once a week, whatever. Like, they, you know, they're kind of, they're part of our circle of people. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, you know, you want your you want your friends to be nice to you. You want people to understand you. And that's what we ask of our healthcare providers. Can you just be empathetic? Can you at least try to, you, you know, you don't have to agree with me all the time. I don't have to agree with you. But, like, let's at least try to work together. And so I, I think yeah. if we just start inviting our doctors to our birthday, it's just bound to happen. You know? I that's was a, like, at your birthday it's recently. Yeah, yeah. Come to my birthday and I'll, Everything will be better. Um, yeah. Jeremy, we went to Cosmic Bowling, and he won a hundred or bowling. Uh, cosmic uh, bingo. bingo. We went to bingo, and yeah. on his birthday, and he won a hundred dollars. Thank think, you. I think that's it, a perfect. It was pretty uh, epic. It was pretty thank you epic. Very much. Cosmic Bingo is it was, crazy. Yeah, it's you know, wild. It's re- you yeah, should go. I was. I was yeah. uh, we'll say I was a little intoxicated, and I was sitting there going, "Holy shit, guys! I only need two more. I need B five and and it was like oh, 073 and yeah. they're like dude B5 was the first one called and I went oh my god I need one more and we then were, the next yeah. number was the one I needed we were about to kick you out of the table because we were like fuck Jeremy yeah, so was, annoying yeah, at this you guys yeah. I think this is a really great opportunity because Jeremy's birthday was, was mm. two days ago I think that it'd be really cool if we just sang him happy birthday no, right now that's dumb what do you think should we do that yeah yeah we could do that alright do, Taylor, do, hold on. Do, <laughs> you know, we'll start. do we know happy birthday? Like, what do you say that? Okay, fine. <laughs> you must know happy birthday. You're in- happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, the band will know. <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> to you. Yeah. Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, dear Jeremy. You'll never hear it any better than that. <laughs> that was so brutally beautiful. Thank you. Thank you all so much. It feels good to be, to be another year older. And congratulations to the three of you for also being alive. Um, Appreciate that. I gotta, I'm going to ask you the question that we ask all of our guests on the show, which the first one is, uh, what would you say is the biggest thing that your experience with, with everything that you've gone through in your life, um, you know, illness-related only, please, uh, Sick Boy Podcast. Or pooping. Um, illness. What would you say is the biggest thing that, that this experience has taken away from you? Yeah, that's a hard one. I should have like prepped more for this because I've obviously yeah you knew this question. Yeah, was coming. I knew this was. It was coming. literally the only question that you knew was yeah, coming. Fuck. <laughs> I know. I thought I'm like, like I said, Advan, all that thing. So I'm very organized and stuff. And Jeremy a, was like, "We're not prepping. No <laughs> questions." And I was like, "Fuck." Here's okay. a secret. Okay. Okay. If you think about the question, yes. Um, <laughs> what is the biggest thing this has taken from you? Okay. You can just think about your own life. And think about what that thing is, and then speak it. Oh my and god! Then, oh, that would be. I 
literally. Groundbreaking advice. That would be the answer. I, I think you confused me more. Like just like <laughs> that was really the most. That was the rudest thing you've ever said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like. I ain't mad at it. My pancreas? <laughs> I was, I was trying to speak really slowly to yeah. buy you the time so you uh, can think oh. of that. And you weren't so supposed... So basically like the negative side of Yeah, shit. like what's the, big, yeah, what's the biggest thing it's taken from you? Oh, like probably 30 years off my life. No, um, oops. You, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, True. <laughs> that was the rudest thing I ever said on the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna get an old. That was a good one. Me. That was a good one. That was good, yeah. It's all in friendship. My mom's now crying. Thanks I know. a lot. It's Tom's okay, mom. Looking at it's me okay. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, something that I guess I focused on recently, and especially it like happened since the seizures and like the gastroparesis diagnosis and all those things, is that um, it's gonna get sad, or maybe not sad. Um, I feel like I've lost kind of like a sense of spontaneity. Um, with diabetes, you always have to be prepared for anything that can ever happen. You know, you like, you know, Matt said you're always bringing your bag of shit with you. Like everyone sees me with five million bags, right? Because it's like my blood test stuff, my insulin stuff. Like, what if you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing? And it sucks because I feel like when I wasn't taking care of my diabetes, that was really bad for my health. But I feel like I was more adventurous. So I'm not saying that's not possible. There's tons of people like thriving with diabetes, but it's something that I'm slowly like learning how to get back into. So I don't think it's like something that's been totally taken away, but it's been taken away for now um, until I like learn again how to be myself and how to like live a life like, you know, go um, to the commons. I don't know. What do people do for fun? To the commons. I mean, just just stay away from Pool and you're winning. One day, (laughs) one day we'll get to the commons. It'll be a big deal. Whatever the kids do these days for fun. It it wasn't sad until you said that. I know. Yeah. 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 I'll get to the commons one day. Um, Well, you said you were a very organized organized person. So are you organized because of the diabetes or is the diabetes easier to manage because you're organized? Um, I think I'm like grew up type A or like. I think I grew up with anxiety, <laughs> but then <laughs> <laughs> I love how you switched that from type A to anxiety. Super anxious child, um, but I think like diabetes with the diabetes just made me like even more like everything had to be. You know, you always had to be organized through diabetes and prepared for things. And like when you're diagnosed with a chronic disease at a very young age, you like have to grow up very fast. You have to mature very fast. Like all of a sudden, you're taking care of your body. You're taking care of yourself. Like you know. So I think. Um, there's a mix of that. I think my anxiety meshed with my diabetes is just like not good. <laughs> but Ativan, super relaxing. What up? Ativan, well, super relaxing. What would you say is the biggest thing that it's given you? Mm. Oh, so many things. There's, you know, um, there's a lot of positive things like this and the friendships that I made with other people with diabetes. Getting to speak to people and hopefully, similar to, to you folks, is like, um, I wish I could have heard this kind of stuff when I was younger. It's really inspiring to be able to hear people speak so openly and like about different diseases or illnesses or whatever. Cause you do feel alone so often. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like these opportunities, the privilege that I've been given to, um, I always say patients have a voice, but we need a platform, mm-hmm. right? Like people are always like patients need a, like the need the voice. I'm like, we have voices. Like you will hear us yelling, but give us platforms. So I'm very thankful for all the platforms that I've been given um, to speak about a lot of the, these issues that I feel are like very important. Um, I think it's made me very appreciative of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I realize that like it takes a lot more 
to get my body like moving every day and working every day. And so I try to like really appreciate that. So, well, I want to, Oh, and free passes at wonderland. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah. Why wasn't that? Do I get this? Um, so I like, and missing grade nine French class. Oh, I use diabetes as an advantage all the time. I'm like, yeah. Wonderland. You're like, Oh, I got to go at the front of the line. Like, Shit might happen. <laughs> yeah, I gotta look into this. We were talking about going to Disneyland. If I can, score yeah, some yeah, yeah, passes, yeah, yeah, do it. Sweet. Were we talking yeah. about going to Disneyland? Uh, well, not uh, you. I, we. I mean, me and my wife. Yeah. Uh, I thought. Uh, yeah. I, I thought just assume you, when you say we, you always mean you and you I. and me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you got like a children's wish or something, but you didn't. No, I'm not, Jeremy, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I darn. fucking wasted mine anyway. I know, how much, I know. How much better does this look the, than the, Jeremy's I was going to ask you about that, actually. Win the ultimate NHL oh, road trip. So, yeah, actually, well, okay, this is a good... We were going to wrap the show up, but you, this is a good segue. <laughs> uh, my dad's selling these tickets. This has nothing to do with diabetes. Also, Taylor's dad's selling Hershey's chocolate bars for $2, <laughs> too, so you can buy those from his yeah. My old man's yeah, right here, really but um, but he's he, he he's going to be at Good Robot after this. Uh, you're going to be you are now. Sorry. So uh, so if you want to buy tickets, um, uh, they're ten dollars a ticket, and if you it's not it, a fundraiser. What is it for? Directly no, no, it, no. It is a fundraiser. It goes to CF Canada, and uh, you could win a, a crazy trip to see three yeah. NHL games in three nights. CF Canada. So cops uh, fund the guy Canada. down here it, with the with the dad hat. Uh, you can with buy the dad hat. Well, that was a that was a horribly perfect segue into saying I want to say thank you for for taking the time. Yeah. yeah. For taking the time. For taking the time to sit down in front of a, a, a large audience and share your 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 experience and like this is the this is the thing that I think makes this this show really important for a lot of people is hearing other people's experience and how they deal with the the hardships that they're going through. I mean, we, we oftentimes it, we're talking about illness, and most of the times, if not every single time. <laughs> um, I, I mean, there's the odd <clears throat> special episode here and there, but yeah. it's pretty but consistent. It, it's not just about you know. This is just a, a mask for us to to show how important it is to actually just be vocal about anything that we find challenging or hard in our lives. And so it wouldn't exist if it weren't for people like you who sit down on the, the fourth mic to share that experience with us. And, it more, and not more importantly, but just as important is, is all of you who show up to these, these events and, and who subscribe and, and listen to this every week. Um, because none of this shit would matter if there wasn't someone on the other end who's actually taking the, the time and, and the, making the choice to listen. So, so thank you, but also thank all of you for showing up tonight. Give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> With that, I will say two things. Number one, at 9.30, I think Mary Poppins is playing in here. <clears throat> So, so if you want to so, go, so we are <laughs> get the fuck out of here. That's in twenty-two minutes. <laughs> and number two, um, we're not going to end this here. I mean, we are, but if you want to continue, uh, we're going to head straight over to Good Robot. Uh, they've been gracious enough to open up their new secret upstairs bar, and also their you know their regular regular bar. It can fit all of you. And 
uh, sort of. Uh, so if you all go, you, you not, not all get in, but let's just, who knows? Let's see what happens. So we would love to, to have a drink with you if you want to hang out. Let's have a drink, a good robot. On Jeremy. Uh, on me. Yeah, I re- it's, it's all on me. That's Thank you for that. <laughs> Um, but but again, thank you all so much for coming in. And we actually did. We we were told right before we started, they're like, "You gotta get the fuck out of here." Nine thirty, Mary Poppins. What's up? So um, they so, said it like that. So <laughs> if you love you, watch it, stay. thank you for John, coming out, Halifax. We fucking love this city. This podcast would not be what it is without you. Absolutely. My name is Jeremy. I'm Jeremy. That's not how it goes. You uh, uh, oh, fuck. How do we end up the show? I can't remember. You say something like, uh, that's it for today. Or that's it for like, today. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kylie. And this is Sick Boy. <laughs> All right. Who thinks this is a herpy? Who thinks this is a derpy? I'm, I'm regretting this. It's a pimple on my butt. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.